Hello and welcome to Payback at Bracket. This podcast discusses life through the lens of personal growth, business lessons and music. My hope is the information you hear will give you a raise. My name is Will Price. Do you ever suffer from a lack of sleep? I didn't mind getting woken up at night for a few things. Now, one of them, uh, when I was raising my children, I had a habit. It turned out for 12 years I got up at 2 o'clock each night, just before the change in weather. And at 2am I'd walk around. If it was winter, I'd make sure the western side of the house was closed so the cold breeze wouldn't come in. I'd tuck all my children in. You know, their sheets would be on the ground, pillows scattered everywhere. I'd tuck them in, give them a little back rub. And if it was summer, I'd open up you know, the other side of the house, let the breeze in. All these things, if I had the air conditioning off, I'd turn it off so they wouldn't, you know, get sick from being dehydrated and a dry throat in the morning. All these little things I used to fuss on because I cared about it. And then the other thing that used to wake me up uh, was maybe getting a little time with my wife. And the third thing that used to wake me up was the standard of work that I was doing. So some people can used to joke on the tools, well... You can't see it from my place. And they didn't care about the job. When it was my business and my promises and my commitment to over-delivering, if something didn't go right, maybe we were working too quickly, maybe something, a new piece of information could improve the standard of work I did, I would wake up. My brain would just flash. I'd wake up, think about the job, go over it. That's the first thing I would do in the morning. Once I'm aware and my customer's roughly awake, You know, you've got to give them time. Some people don't get up, you know, between four and six. I would contact that customer and say, hey, I I know we did a great stand. You're happy with the work, but we have new information. Could we pop back again today or at another time to make sure we get it up to the standard? To some people, that's madness. They just let it go and get on with it and you get called. But I've seen really successful companies suffer from a miscommunication. So when they get this review, it's really tragic. Like the review from the customer is so simple and damaging that all it would have taken is some communication, some callback, maybe an audit of the property, maybe better customer service. But how easy it is to have a lot of great work that gets undone. And I think one company who did everything were huge. Half a dozen trucks and the review was around someone beginning a job before they had the parts. So they end up pulling apart all the customer's work and then when they went to get the delivery on a Friday afternoon, that part no longer existed. But they'd gone ahead and now this customer is minus a plumbing fixture, like a toilet, doesn't have one now. And so it's all this, oh, well, you know, we explained it and that's just how it is. It's like, no, that's not how it is. Even when you're doing great work, If you're paying attention, even to the small things, you'll know there's something you forgot. You know, like uh, say you do everyone's tap and there's swarf in the water lines and you've done them all but you remember you didn't do one. So do you visit the job? Do you pop in on the way home? Do you educate the client? Do you say, hey, this is what usually happens. You know, you need to flush the pipes of swarf. We've forgotten one. It's up to you how you honestly speak with your customers or do you... Just use it as an opportunity to visit. Say, we've noticed uh, your product XYZ. Can we pop in and just give a courtesy visit? Now, it takes no time. 
especially if you're polite, it's gonna be no problem for your customer. Some people are gonna be annoyed that you're coming again outside of the agreed time. If you can show that you care, then you're gonna get an opportunity to serve. And those moments that wake you up at night about your work are there for a reason, you hold standards. Although I sold my business a few years ago, and although we're actually looking at re-entering the market, you can't find me. Like, I get people who've called me that I've worked for over a decade ago and they need things sorted out. And whether I'm on a contract or I'm building primed, I can refer that work. But interestingly enough, the reason they get me, they give me more work than I want because... You can't do everything. You've got to be committed to what your business is going to do. But because I gave a damn, I'm always at the top of their mind. And I sometimes joke that compared to the exposure that I had when I had the business to what I have now, I'm basically in hiding and still people will find you because they know you care, you can count on them, and there's a standard. And, you know, we still hear people even nowadays, oh, this is expensive, that's expensive. In reality, it's expensive because you're comparing it to, say, your hourly rate you earn or your business income. You're comparing it to money that comes in. So you think it's expensive because it's money going out. But no one's the same. Like if I had a customer who was a public servant, now he has superannuation and all of these allowances and long service leaves, all these things that look after them, but they do overall get lower hourly rates. But they get more consistency, they can class as full-time so they can get, you know, bank loans. They might earn half of the going rate, but they have that stability, which is what they want, or security, however you want to call it. So for me to charge a rate in a business, it could be five times their hourly rate. So you have to understand that whoever you serve, you've really got to do it to your level. And, you know, I've seen a truck the other day going past Budget plumbing. Who's budget? Plumbers are important. So if you care about your work, you shouldn't be worrying about your price, you know, rate versus how your customer earnings. But it will be how some customers look at you. And that's where, you know, other things we speak about, like where your image comes in, your uniform, the appearance of your truck, your marketing, your brand, things like that. And, you know, I've spoken before, I had... I've had work utes and work vans. And, you know, if I'm turning up in a Volkswagen or a Mercedes van, that customer's not worried about how much it costs. Their customer wants their problem done now. They want to be prioritised. And you'll learn more about that in Primed. But really have a look at when you're doing your work, what keeps you up at night? Now, I had a plumber I've known, I've worked with, I've been on job sites over the last almost 30 years. And... What we had was um, he at one stage was half my rate when we were just solo plumbers. And I worked with him and he would just slow and steady. He would watch the parts. He would use so much labour chasing parts on the job to save money, save money for him, which ultimately meant he wouldn't get any rejection from the customer when he was billed. But he was already really cheap. Slow and steady, he's gone through life, that's just how he has, you know. One house, one wife, one child, one truck, one charge rate. All a very simple life and it makes him happy, he's a very good person. But if I look at his workmanship, it's not at that level that would keep you up at night. 
So one of the things we want to do to keep us up at night is actually have a look at how we're delivering our skills and service to our customers. And it might be something you visit once, you audit the property. You be aware that it's quite uncomfortable to have a stranger in your home. And I was always able to communicate that energy to my customer that they can trust me and count on me to respect their space. I have tradesmen now that visit my house and it's quite a weird feeling (laughs) because some get it, some understand and some don't. And, you know, nowadays we think it's all just about money. Chase the money, chase the money, chase the money. But if you have a look, your success came from the people you're able to relate to, the relationship you had with your client. And I'm even reminded sometimes how well I've treated my client, then I should do the same even for my family, if not better. And sometimes I've treated my customers when I'm winning way better than those at home. And you have to remind yourself, like, you don't give your best to the world and then have a lousy relationship with your family or a lousy relationship to yourself because eventually that you're going to get a conflict between those relationships. You have a healthy relationship with yourself, healthy relationships then with your family, healthy relationship with your work. And at one stage I was at a position where to the outside world I was winning, but the inside world, my inner sanctum, my family, my marriage, uh, that was showing me that in a strange way, there wasn't that same connection. And my clients had a love for me more than some people in my family. And I can't fully explain that, but I will say that it started with me uh, trying to do it all by myself, trying to push myself almost like a robot instead of, you know, it's like chasing a goal instead of a vision. You know, just let's just hit that mark. How awesome am I? Instead of a vision, that thing you imagine, that that full picture, not one thing, not just you, it's the full picture, the full vision. And if I care about my customers to keep me up at night, if I care about my children to get up at night and tuck them in so they wake up ready for a great day, healthy and happy, if I care about my wife to spend time with her when it's peace and quiet, the world's not around in our moment, then I'm going to have a better life. And it has shown to be that way. So if you're suffering from a a lack of sleep and you're a plumber, have a look at the relationship you have with yourself, with those around you, with your customer. And when you deliver, you're over-delivering on your promise. You do have to make a commitment. You can't just say, I'm a plumber. Yeah, what do you want? You know, pop in and do that. You are actually making a commitment to your motivated client and there are decisions that need to be made. Your customers are making them to choose you, to pay you, and you made a choice to be a plumber, you made a choice to serve. And when you work together, out the end comes that surplus that you deserve. So I hope if you are suffering from a lack of sleep, you're aware of the reason why. And for me, those three things are a good reason to be woken up at night. And hopefully you're being woken up by good things as well. And I especially like it if I wake up at four, in that moment between rest and play, there's that gratitude each day that I've been given another day. Because you open your eyes and you're alive. You get another go. So I hope you get another go. I hope you've been woken up for the right reasons. And if you want to join in, find people that can support you, pop into 
onewillprice.com. And thanks for listening. I'm Will Price. What is this? Rectangle. What the hell? Thank you. What is this? Triangle. Good girl, guys. <laughs>